This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 55 degrees at 6.04. The forecast today might be some issues with patchy fog this morning, otherwise increasing clouds and a high in the upper 70s. Shenango and Tompkins counties are now at uh, the new COVID infection rates, where the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is recommending even vaccinated people go back to wearing masks indoors. 21 of the 62 counties in New York are at the seven-day positivity rate where masks is recommended. Broome County is not on the substantial spread list yet. Onondaga County is also listed under substantial spread. Several counties have indicated they are in discussions about how to move forward, but none of the governments have apparently committed to requiring a return to mask wearing. The new CDC daily tracker showing hot spots of infection with at least 50 new cases per 100,000 residents over the past seven days or a test positivity rate of 8% or more. While many areas of New York State are in the moderate or substantial designations, areas downstate, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Staten Island, and Nassau County are listed as high transmission rate with 100 new cases or more per 100,000 people. The only areas listed as low transmission in New York are Yates, Allegheny, and Genesee counties. While no guidance is coming so far from local governments, many residents are reacting on their own to the emergence of the Delta variants. The observers have noticed what appears to be an increase in number of shoppers and more crowded retailers wearing masks in recent days. WMBF First News Time 606. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo no longer has the executive authority to order a new mask mandate or require proof of vaccinations for services in the wake of the jump of COVID-19 cases, mainly the more contagious Delta variant. But he is urging local governments and schools to take action to t- fight the spread. During a news briefing, the governor suggested governments and schools enact strict vaccination policies and ask private in businesses, including restaurants, to require proof of vaccination from customers. The Democrat has ordered state government workers to be vaccinated or submit to weekly COVID tests. But following a legislative vote to end executive orders, Cuomo cannot order the sweeping mandates without another legislative vote. New York's state of emergency ended on June 23rd. New York City, which is seeing a jump in the number of cases and an increase in hospitalizations due to the Delta variant of the coronavirus, is requiring municipal workers to be vaccinated or go through regular testing. Mayor Bill de Blasio, however, is not ready to commit to requiring vaccination proof at businesses, including restaurants, or mandating the wearing of facial coverings. New York State yesterday reported 2,143 new positive tests, but only four additional deaths. Broome County is only updating its official numbers weekly, but the state reported yesterday Broome had 13 new cases. The overall case count, however, is far different between state and local numbers. Friday, Broome reported a total of 18,252 since the start of the pandemic, but yesterday the state put that number at 18,827. New York State Police investigators say a man drowned after he went into a lake near Richfield Springs after he saw his boat drifting away while he was on an island. Troopers and other emergency crews were sent to Catadurago Lake in Otsego County shortly after 10.30 a.m. on Saturday. Authorities say 54-year-old David Morrissey of Mohawk was on Dewango Island when he noticed his boat was floating away, entered the water, but did not resurface. 
Morrissey's body was pulled from the lake several hours later by a state police underwater recovery team. The State Department of Environmental Conservation website indicates the maximum depth of the lake is 44 feet. State police did not indicate how deep the water was where the man's body was recovered. A public hearing is scheduled for today on plans to transform the site of the former West Side Binghamton supermarket into a place of worship. The City Planning Commission is considering a request for a special use permit by First Assembly of God Church to build on what had been a giant market for nearly 30 years in a plaza on Main Street between Crestmont Road and Matthew Street. The proposal calls for construction of a 13,750-square-foot addition to the existing building. The Zoning Board of Appeals is holding a public hearing hearing at 5.20 p.m. on the request for a variance to allow the building of a parking area with four interior landscape islands where 13 are required. The hearing will be in the second floor atrium at Binghamton City Hall. And today marks the 26th anniversary, 26 years since Binghamton Patrolman Lee Barta was gunned down while searching for a work release absconder on the city's north side. It's 6.09 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Early bird traffic, and we can tell you there is some patchy fog around the area, but there are no reports of any significant travel problems at the moment. Of course, throughout this Tuesday morning, we will keep you apprised if there are crashes or delays that could affect your commute. I'll let you know as soon as possible here on First News Binghamton. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Indeed, some patchy fog for another two or three hours. Otherwise, increasing clouds today, high 78. Partly cloudy tonight, low 55. Mostly sunny tomorrow, high 81. Mostly sunny Thursday with a slight chance of showers. Maybe some thunderstorms late in the day, high 82. Right now, it's 50. Fahrenheit, that's 10 Celsius at News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 611. I'm Bob Joseph in Studio One at WNBF, along with Kathy White, who's in the WNBF News Center this morning. With all the news you need, we'll keep you posted this morning and throughout the day as uh, all sorts of things might be happening. What will happen today? We don't know. We just don't know. But that's the interesting thing. Every day we're here for you to find out what happens. We ask a few questions, we get a few answers, and we present it to you right here on AM 1290, also WNBF.com, and on the WNBF app. Be sure to have the app on your phone and any other appropriate device. Coming up this morning... In just a moment, we'll take a look at sports, tell you how the Yankees and the Mets did. Also, some late developments with uh, Simone Biles in Tokyo. All that, plus uh, a money report at 618, and Dr. Sanjay Gupta at 620. Do you work too much? Of course you don't. You should work more. I'm kidding. Of course, you work too much. Dr. Sanjay Gupta with A Better Life will be asking the question, how many 
hours do you normally work in a week? Are you working more than you used to? And the odds are, for most people, the answer is yes. So that's coming up at 620. This is First News Binghamton as you get ready for work or whatever else you have planned on this Tuesday. WNBF News Time, 6.30. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Tuesday sports. Good morning. Rumble ponies were off on Monday. They resume action tonight as they return home to the stadium in downtown Binghamton. And it'll be a 7 game series against the Portland Sea Dogs. They're going to uh, attempt to make up the June 19th game. So tonight, Sea Dogs and the Rumble Ponies will start things off at 6.35. Two games tomorrow night. The doubleheader starting at 5.35 and then game two. So both of those games will be seven-inning contests. And then uh, Portland and Binghamton will continue to play all the way through next Sunday. So that will be seven great games of baseball. looks like generally the weather is going to cooperate. News from the Bronx in a game delayed for several minutes while groundskeepers tried to corral a scaredy cat in the outfield. The Orioles hit four solo homers off Yankees newcomer Andrew Haney to beat New York 7-1. The 3-2 pitch to Cedric. And that's hit in the air to deep right field. Way back there. And that baby's gone. A home run for Cedric Mullins, and it's one to nothing, Baltimore. That was the call on 105.7, the fan from Baltimore. Again, the Orioles defeating the Yankees 7-1. to As far as the uh, Mets, well, here's the deal, Mets fans. Uh, they lost last night in Miami to 6-3. Uh, so that's the story from Miami as the Mets start their series against the Marlins. Olympic news, Simone Biles uh, stuck the landing and won a bronze medal just a short time ago. The gymnastic superstar delivered during the women's balance beam final. Biles drilled a slightly altered routine in front of a crowd that included IOC President Thomas Bach a week after taking herself out of several competitions to focus on her mental health. It's the latest from the Tokyo Olympics on News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time, 618 Business News. European stocks have opened higher while Asian markets. Has declined as jitters about the spread of COVID. The Delta variant in China dented enthusiasm about strong corporate profits. Investors looked ahead to U.S. jobs data coming out this week for signs of the health of the world's biggest economy. Market benchmarks in Shanghai, Tokyo, Hong Kong, and Sydney declined. Market futures up at the moment. Dow futures up 161, NASDAQ futures up 28. In other money news, 
Australia's Qantas Group says it expects Sydney's COVID lockdown to last at least for a couple more months, so the company will furlough 2,500 people because of a downturn in domestic flights. Sydney and Brisbane, Australia's biggest and third biggest cities respectively, are in lockdown due to growing clusters of the Delta variant. It's latest in money news. We'll have business updates and, of course, business bulletins at once throughout the day here on News Radio 1290. This is First News Binghamton. Coming up, we check in with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. WNBF News Time, 690. Tuesday, August 3rd, 2021. Good morning. I'm Bob Joseph. It's time now to strive for a better life with the doctor, sponsored by UHS. Better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. How many hours a week would you say you normally work? I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. I'm willing to bet that a lot of you listening right now work so much more than the standard 40-hour work week. An alarming new report from the World Health Organization might have you wanting to pull back a bit to the extent that you can. The report found working long hours, that was 55 or more a week, was linked with premature death from heart disease and stroke. The WHO researchers said, first, the physiological stress from working long hours can generate a physiological response, triggering reactions in the cardiovascular system. The second is through health-harming behavior in response to stress. Smoking, drinking alcohol, poor diet, physical inactivity, and impaired sleep. And all of those things are risk factors for heart disease and stroke. So pull back. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, That sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Weekday mornings right here on First News Binghamton, sponsored by UHS. WNBF News Time, 623. If you're... Just getting up, you may want to know. It's uh, a tad chilly this morning. You might want to grab your cardigan or a sweater or a sweatshirt or a jacket. I don't know. It's a little chilly. It'll be nicer. As the morning goes on, we're looking for a high today of 78. We'll have the full forecast coming up right here on News Radio 1290. We'll also have a look at entertainment news coming up momentarily on your Tuesday. 
traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 625, no crashes to report. Watch out later today. Broome County Highway crews will continue to do some painting and striping on select roadways. Guide rail repairs also scheduled throughout the day on Cherry Valley Road and tree cleanup will be continuing from last week's storms. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Some patchy fog this morning. Otherwise, increasing clouds today. High 78. Partly cloudy tonight. Low 55. Mostly sunny tomorrow. Some patchy fog again in the morning. High 81. Sunny on Thursday. A slight chance of showers and thunderstorms late in the day. Thursday's high 82. Right now, it's 50 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290, where news breaks first. WNBF News Time 626. Coming up in less than four minutes, Kathy White with the latest from the WNBF News Center. The information you need to start your Tuesday. Also coming up later today, we bring you the popular Binghamton Now program. And we will be talking with Scott Regal about the bridge pedal event that's coming up this Saturday. And also Binghamton Mayor Richard David. All that, plus your phone calls, your emails, and I may read one of your tweets. If you tweet something to us, we're at Binghamton Now. Follow us on Twitter, at Binghamton Now. WNBF News Time, 627. Entertainment News. Former Bachelorette stars Tasha Adams and Caitlin Bristow teamed up to host the recent season of The Bachelorette. Hi, how are you? After longtime host Chris Harrison parted ways with the franchise in June, following an interview during which Harrison made some comments seen by many as racially insensitive. Now word from ABC and Warner Brothers that Adams and Bristow will stick around for another season of hosting duties. But as far as a permanent host for the franchise, no word on that yet. New tonight on HBO. I was struggling with racial identity. The documentary Obama. Pursuit of a More Perfect Union takes a look at the life and the challenges of the former president. It'll air in three parts, continuing tomorrow and Thursday night. We'll get to see Led Zeppelin ramble on in the much-anticipated first officially sanctioned documentary of the legendary rock band. We now know the title will be Becoming Led Zeppelin, but no premiere date yet. And legendary crooner Tony Bennett is 95 today. Jason Athens and ABC News, Hollywood. Happy birthday, Anthony. 628 WNBF, WNBF.com. It's August 3rd. If today's your birthday, happy birthday. If yesterday was your birthday, a belated happy birthday. Don't worry, cards in the mail. <laughs> if it is, maybe you'll get it in another 10 to 14 days. Bob Joseph with you on this Tuesday morning. Stay tuned. Kim Commando will be coming up in about 20 minutes with some tech. This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is 55 degrees at 630. The forecast for today, some patchy fog this morning, gradually increasing clouds today, and a high getting into the upper 70s. Tenants are turning up at housing courts hoping for last-minute reprieves from looming evictions after the federal eviction ban ended over the weekend. Also, there are landlords who are frustrated with the slow pace of federal help with bills to pay, just want their apartments back. 
Scenes are playing out from North Carolina to Virginia to Ohio and beyond throughout the eviction system. Asian stock markets have followed Wall Street lower as jitters about the fast spread of the coronavirus Delta variant dented enthusiasm about strong corporate profits. Investors looked ahead to U.S. jobs data due to the weeks for signs of health for the world's biggest economy. Market benchmarks in Shanghai, Tokyo, Hong Kong and Sydney declined. Another law enforcement officer on duty at the Capitol insurrection has committed suicide. We're just learning of the suicide death of Officer Kyle DeFreytag, D.C.'s Metropolitan Police, confirming he took his own life back on July 10th and had his memorial service over the weekend. The Pennsylvania native and five-year veteran of the D.C. police force was among dozens of officers who responded to the deadly January 6th Capitol riot but were overwhelmed by the violent mob. DeFreytag's death makes him the fourth law enforcement officer on duty that day to die by suicide. Derek Dennis, ABC News. WMBF First News Time, 632. Investigators conducting an inquiry into sexual harassment allegations against New York Governor Andrew Cuomo questioned him for 11 hours when he met with them last month, according to the New York Times. The paper spoke to five people who had been briefed on the meeting and who recounted some details on the condition of anonymity. Cuomo declined to say anything when asked about the meeting at a news conference yesterday. State Attorney General Letitia James hired the investigators to conduct the probe after several women accused Cuomo of subjecting them to inappropriate kisses and touches or inappropriate sexual remarks. Cuomo has denied the allegations. Binghamton Mayor Richard David is urging city residents who may be facing rent, mortgage, or utility crises due to the pandemic to apply for available aid soon. The federal eviction moratorium expired over the weekend and New York State's protection could end in a matter of weeks on August 31st. David says the city has assisted 64 families with rental assistance and 20 with mortgage assistance and has more funding available. Residents can call 211 for information. Last year, Binghamton was allocated $991,000 through the COVID Relief CARES Act to prevent homelessness, eviction, and foreclosure. Most of those funds were designated for rent and utility assistance for low- and very low-income families, with the rest set aside for low-to-moderate-income families and homeowners. The Vision's Federal Credit Union is working on replacing its office at the Town Square Mall and will be operating a new office next to the existing location early next year. Credit Union officials want members to know the detached automatic teller machine plaza has been taken down for the construction, but there is continued walk-up service and two drive-up ATMs. Vision's president and CEO, Ty Muse, says the new office represents the credit union's commitment to its Broome County home. The financial institution reports over 220000 and members in communities in New York, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. The owners of a Tioga County craft distillery are saying farewell to New York State as they prepare to relocate their operations to Florida. In a social media post, Michelle Alec wrote that she and her husband Joe are relocating to Fort Myers. A second post indicated Waterman's distillery plans to hold its own final bottle sales event on August 21st. Alec encouraged customers of the distillery to support the new owners of Waterman's Cafe and Tasting Barn. That business is expected to start operating at the Appalachian site in mid-September. Waterman's Distillery on Route 434 in Appalachian opened its doors in a renovated barn in April of 2018. 
The local hands-on children's museum in Binghamton has a new leader. Dr. Brenda Myers has been named executive director of the Discovery Center of the Southern Tier. The children's museum says Dr. Myers is a researcher and a practitioner of social cognitive theory and instructional design. With over 30 years or 36 years of experience in education, leadership, and instruction. Most recently, Dr. Myers was the superintendent of schools for districts in New York and Connecticut. Interim Executive Director Cheryl Dutko will continue with the Discovery Center as Assistant Executive Director, according to the board president, Eric Jones. Dr. Myers officially begins her new role tomorrow. Residents have a chance to meet the new director during an event for adults at the Discovery Center. The annual Evening of Wine and Roses fundraiser is being held Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Discovery Center's Story Garden. Tickets are still available at the discoverycenter.org. It's 6.35, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF.com. Good morning. It's 637 WNBF, WNBF.com. I'm Bob Joseph. Hope you managed to get a good night's sleep. Everything's fine in the world. Whatever you uh, had a nightmare about, don't worry. It's just a nightmare. Now, it's Tuesday morning reality, and things are, generally speaking, okay. Generally speaking. Yeah, some issues we'll have to address in the coming days, but we'll get through it. We will. Big uh, local business story, Waterman's Distillery in Appalachian. The operation is heading south. We have uh, more details about that story on WNBF.com. We have uh, actually followed this story from its inception. We, a few years ago, talked with Joe Alig along with his uh, wife. At the time, she was his fiancée, but they got married. Um, They set up the Waterman's Distillery on Route 434. place opened up in a renovated barn in April 2018. Well, now there are new developments, and we have the details on our website, WNBF.com. We also have a lot of other interesting stories. Remember... WNBF is where news breaks first, on air and online, and also on the WNBF app. Coming up, a check of traffic and weather together, and the latest sports news on this Tuesday morning, WNBF News Time. Traffic and weather together, now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. No major traffic news report at this time at 6.40. If you see something, say something. There's a crash or a delay that you think might be relevant to the widespread audience. Give us a call at 607-772-1290. National Weather Service says there is some patchy fog around the area today. And that may last for another couple of hours or so. Otherwise, this should be a fairly nice day today. Increasing clouds with a high of 78, partly cloudy tonight, low 55, mostly sunny tomorrow, high 81. And then the extended outlook. Let's look ahead toward the end of the week, Thursday. 
Mostly sunny, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms, high 82. Friday, sunny, high 84. Saturday, partly sunny with a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon, high 84. Right now, it's 50 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. WNBF, WNBF.com. Simone Biles has won a medal. We'll have details on her medal-winning performance in Tokyo coming up when we check sports at 645. We'll also get a business update, Wall Street Now, with Jim Ryan from ABC right after that. And at 650, Kim Commando with her Tuesday morning tech report. How are they going to raise all the money needed for that planned infrastructure measure? That is moving through Congress right now. Well, one way, according to Kim Commando, will be taxing cryptocurrency. So she'll have details about that, how the U.S. government hopes to raise billions of dollars by taxing cryptocurrency. That'll be part of Kim Commando's tech report coming up shortly right here on First News Binghamton. Thanks for joining us. Hope you make it a daily habit. So you can get your information update every morning. WNBF News Time, 642. This is Brian Kilmeade reminding you to listen weekday mornings from 10 till noon to The Brian Kilmeade Show on News Radio 1290 WNBF. WNBF. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Simone Biles stuck the landing and won a bronze. The American gymnastics superstar delivered during the women's ballast beam final. A little over an hour ago, she drilled a slightly altered routine in front of a crowd that included the IOC President Thomas Bach. This a week after she took herself out of several competitions to focus on her mental health. Biles earned her seventh career Olympic medal while dealing with a mental block surrounding twisting. So congratulations to Simone Biles with her bronze medal. Baseball news, Rumble Ponies were off because it's a Monday, and during the 2021 season, every Monday is a day off. The Ponies will be back in action when they host the Dogs, the Sea Dogs of Portland. They'll start a seven-game series in Binghamton tonight. The first pitch is scheduled for 6.35, a little less than 12 hours from now. should be a good night for baseball in downtown Binghamton. Major League Baseball in Miami last night. Mets lost to the Marlins 6-3. And in the Bronx, Yankees lost to Baltimore 7-1. After the game, Yankees manager Aaron Boone revealed that the star pitcher Garrett Cole is not going to start for New York as uh, had been planned for tonight. Garrett will not be pitching. He uh, he's actually tested positive for COVID, um, so he will he will not be pitching. More COVID trouble for the Yankees. We don't know if Garrett Cole had been vaccinated. Quentin Hillsman has quit as the women's basketball coach at Syracuse. The team is under review by a law firm. It means an investigation. Uh, because of his alleged threats and bullying of players, athletic director John Wildheck said both sides agreed that parting ways is in the best interest. In other words, 
hit the road, Quentin. He says an interim school, or rather an interim coach, will be named. Syracuse had 12 players enter the transfer portal after the season. Hillsman blamed their departure on attrition, COVID, and other issues. The allegations of threats, bullying, and unwanted physical contact by Hillsman were first reported by The Athletic. That prompted the university to hire an outside law firm to investigate. Or as Andrew Cuomo would say, review. Bill's general manager, Brandon Bean, says he's giving himself before the start of the regular season to negotiate a long-term extension with quarterback Josh Allen before putting off discussions until next year. Bean won't specify an exact date. He says the two sides have agreed to suspend talks before week one in September so as not to serve as a distraction for the fourth-year starter whose rookie contract runs through the end of the 2022 season. That's the latest in sports from News Radio 1290, WNBF, where news breaks first. And, of course, we uh, bring you all types of news right here, including the latest money news at 18 minutes and 48 minutes past every hour. WNBF News Time, 648. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Worries about the potential economic impact of rising COVID numbers weighed on investors Monday, pushing the Dow Jones 97 points lower to a close at 34,838. The Standard & Poor's 500 slipped a fraction, while the Nasdaq Composite rose a fraction. First, it was a clogged Suez Canal. Now it's extreme flooding in Europe and China that's threatening worldwide supply chains. Roads and railways for delivering raw goods in both regions have been damaged in recent weeks. It's a return to masking for some major companies. McDonald's and Target say workers will have to mask up in counties where COVID transmission rates are high, even if those workers are fully vaccinated. Home Depot will require facial coverings at all of its stores, regardless of local COVID rates. McDonald's also is implementing a new perk, child care. The fast food chain is rolling out an emergency child care program to try to get more parents back into jobs at its restaurants around the country. Jim Ryan, ABC News. And, of course, more money news coming up in less than 30 minutes right here on First News Binghamton, WNBF News Time, 640. It looks like it's Kim Commando wanting to tell us some news about tech. You may have heard that the Senate is ready to vote for spending $1.2 trillion to rebuild parts of America's infrastructure. Now, the only way that the government gets money is through taxes. And that trillion-dollar spending spree is going to be partially funded by taxing Bitcoin and more than 8,600 other forms of cryptocurrency. I'm Kim Commando with more, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit tmobile.com slash 55 today. These new taxes will raise an additional $28 billion as all cryptocurrency brokers and investors will be required to report all cyber currency transactions right to the IRS. Cryptocurrency advocates are up in arms, saying that many who owe cryptocurrency transaction taxes, they don't even know that they have a tax bill due. And that's a losing argument as the IRS counters that overall Almost a half a trillion taxes are not paid each year. If you trade in cyber currency, the tax man is coming. I'm Kim Commando. Today, many small business owners are busier than ever. Because they're focused on managing and growing their businesses, 
They can't always spend the time they wish they could on recruiting, but it's so important. LinkedIn Jobs has made it easier than ever to find and hire the best candidates for free. Get started by posting your job for free to reach LinkedIn's network of 740 million professionals. Fill out targeted screening questions to get your role in front of the most qualified candidates with the experience, skills, and motivation that you need. Then use simple tools to filter and prioritize the top candidates you'd like to interview. LinkedIn Jobs will help you hire the right person for your role fast. Did you know that every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Why wait? Now's the time to find your next superstar employee. Post your first job for free at linkedin.com slash Kim. That's linkedin.com slash Kim to post your first job for free. LinkedIn.com slash Kim. Terms and conditions apply. Kim Commando. With tech news every weekday morning right here on WNBF, WNBF WNBF.com. Coming up at the top of the hour, ABC News with the latest national and world update as COVID continues to be a concern here in the U.S. and around the world. Kathy White will have the latest local and regional update live from the WNBF News Center. Interesting story filed uh, out of Gannett's Albany Bureau, Joe Spector and Ryan Miller. It's on page one of the Press and Sun Bulletin this morning. Time to mask up. Time to mask up in more than one-third of New York counties, including Shenango and Tompkins, according to the new federal guidelines. So the daily figures from the CDC showed 21 of New York's 62 counties met the COVID spread threshold, where the CDC now says people ought to mask up indoors, even those who are vaccinated. I have my mask. So for the rest of this story, for the next 20 seconds, I'll be wearing the mask. We don't have to wear the mask in Broome County yet, but that may be coming. It says on Sunday, New York's COVID positivity rate hit a seven-day average of 2.5%. It was the highest since mid-April and more than double what it was a year ago when the rolling average was only 1%, according to state records. Now that I'm done with that COVID story, because I'm here in Broome County in a studio by myself, I can remove the mask. It's 6.54 at WNBF. Coming up, we'll take a look at traffic and weather. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 6.55, our traffic update, no crashes and no delays to report at this particular moment. DOT says there will be alternating single lane closures in both directions of Upper Front Street near the Wise Market. I believe that's 1290 Upper Front Street, as well as that donut shop. It'll be going on today from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., alternating lane closures. So pay attention. Don't be looking at your phone. Don't even be looking at your radio. Just look straight ahead and pay attention in that work zone and all the work zones today. Please be careful. 
Weather forecast from News Radio 1290 and the National Weather Service increasing clouds today. There is some patchy fog around the Twin Tiers for the next couple of hours or so. High 78. Partly cloudy tonight. Again, some patchy fog expected. Low 55. Mostly sunny tomorrow. High 81. And mostly sunny on Thursday with a slight chance of showers early in the afternoon. Maybe even a thunderstorm. Late in the day on Thursday, the high of 82. Things, by the way, will start to warm up toward the end of the week with temperatures in the mid-80s on the weekend. And then, if you like it hot, you're probably going to like next Monday because the forecasters with the National Weather Service say it's going to be so hot on Monday it'll get up to 90. So there's a little bit of something in every weather forecast for you here at News Radio 1290, WNBF, and WNBF.com. Here's a place. If you're looking for a place to live, this might be the place for you. It's called Gloria Vanderbilt's Old Place. Anderson Cooper from CNN has listed his late mother, Gloria Vanderbilt's New York City home, two years after she died. The uh, asking price is about $1.1 million. It's located in Midtown East at 30 Beekman Place. Hmm, I should check it out. 30 Beekman Place, $1.1 million. Uh, Gloria Vanderbilt lived there for... Over 20 years. The relatively modest price can be attributed to the apartment's lower placement, which is situated on the second floor of the building. So, if you want to own Anderson Cooper's late mother's New York City home, uh, make an offer. Million dollars, maybe they'll accept it. You never know. ABC News coming up next, then the local reports here on First News Binghamton, WNBF News Time, 659. The Don Giovanni Show. Hello, friends. I'm back, back where it all started over 30 years ago. That's right. We're right here at News Radio 1290 WNBF. Tell your friends about it every Saturday night from 6 to 9 with Frank Sinatra. Old Blue Eyes is back. With me, Old Brown Eyes, and Sundays from noon to 3. That's right, an Italian house party get-together right here, where it all started. Don Giovanni Show on WNBF. We're just over an hour away from the start of the Binghamton Now program. We'll take some of your phone calls and maybe read a couple of emails. We have two guests scheduled today. Scott Regal from BMTS will talk about this coming weekend's Binghamton Bridge Pedal event. And at 910, Binghamton Mayor Richard David will talk about city issues. You know I'll have a few questions. It's coming up. Binghamton Now from 8 to 10 this morning on News Radio 1290. WNBF Binghamton, It's This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 52 degrees at 7.04. The forecast today, some pesky patchy fog this morning, otherwise increasing clouds. High in the upper 70s. 
Shenango and Tompkins counties are now at new COVID infection rates where the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is recommending even vaccinated people go back to wearing masks indoors. 21 of the 62 counties in New York are at the seven-day positivity rate where masking is recommended. Broome County is not on the substantial spread list yet. Onondaga County is also listed under substantial. Several counties have indicated they are in discussions about how to move forward, but none of the governments have apparently committed to requiring a return to mask wearing. The new CDC daily tracker showing hot spots of infection with at least 50 new cases per 100,000 residents over the past seven days. It also shows a test positivity test rate of 8% or more. While many areas of New York State are in the moderate or substantial designations, areas downstate, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Staten Island and Nassau County are listed as high transmission rate with 100 new cases or more per 100,000 people. The only areas listed now as low transmission in New York are Yates, Allegheny and Genesee counties. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is no longer has the executive authority to order a new mask mandate or require proof of vaccinations for services in the wake of the jump of COVID-19 cases, mainly the more contagious Delta variant. But he is urging local governments and schools to take action to fight the spread. During a news briefing, the governor suggested governments and schools enact strict vaccination policies and ask private businesses, including restaurants, to require proof of vaccination from customers. The Democrat has ordered state government workers to be vaccinated or submit to weekly COVID tests, but following a legislative vote to end executive orders, Cuomo cannot order sweeping mandates without another legislative vote. New York's state of emergency ended on June June 23rd. New York City, which is seeing a large jump in the number of cases and an increase in hospitalizations due to the Delta variant, is requiring municipal workers to be vaccinated or go through regular testing. Mayor Bill de Blasio, however, is not ready to commit to requiring vaccination proof at businesses, including restaurants, or mandating the wearing of facial coverings. A public hearing is scheduled for today on plans to transform the site of a former Westside Binghamton supermarket into a place of worship. City Planning Commission is considering a request for a special use permit by the First Assembly of God Church to build on what had been a giant supermarket for nearly 30 years in a plaza on Main Street between Crestmont Road and Matthews Street near the Johnson City Line. The proposal calls for the construction of a 13,750-square-foot addition to the existing building. The Zoning Board of Appeals is holding a public hearing at 5.20 p.m. at the second-floor atrium of City Hall on a request for a variant to allow the building of a parking area with four interior landscape islands instead of 13 that are normally required. The church is expected to acquire the property from Binghamton Giant Markets if its plans receive all necessary city approvals. Pest experts in New York are warning of the spread of an invasive insect that could impact cash crops, including grapes, apples, and hops in the state. A major spotted lanternfly infestation was first reported in Staten Island last summer, and the moth-like bugs are also being discovered now in Tompkins County near Ithaca, as well as Orange County and Port Jervis. 
The spotted lanternfly prefers trees, but also has posed agricultural concerns with apples, grapevines, and over 70 species of plants. According to Cornell University, New York State is the second largest apple producer in the nation, producing close to 30 million bushels each year. And the New York Wine and Grape Foundation says the state's wine industry generates $6.65 billion annually. You can see photos of the spotted lantern fly on our website. If you see one of the little bugs in your area, you should contact the New York State Department of Agriculture or your local county or town authorities to report it. Well, today marks a grim anniversary, six, 26 years since Binghamton Patrolman Lee Barta was gunned down while searching for a work release absconder on the city's north side. Barta had responded with other officers to Liberty Street when 19-year-old Edmund Travis III emerged from a closet as police searched the home and opened fire, killing Officer Barta. Travis committed suicide seven hours after the shooting when police located him in a nearby home on Frederick Street. The Lee Barta Community Center now stands near the site of the shooting. Shooting, providing services to the community since 2008. It's 709 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 710 updates. No serious traffic issues to report. No crashes and no delays. Of course, if you see something, you can be part of the WNBF Informal Traffic Network. We have a tip line at 607-772-1290. So if you see a crash or a delay or something just curious on the roadways, you might want to let us know about it, and we can report it on our next Traffic and Weather Together update in less than 15 minutes here on First News Binghamton. Left lane of Interstate 81 southbound in Kirkwood. Bridge over Gorman Road will be shut down today as bridge work continues, according to the state DOT. The forecast from the National Weather Service, some patchy fog in the region for a couple more hours. Otherwise, increasing clouds today, 78. Partly cloudy tonight, 55. Mostly sunny tomorrow, 81. And Thursday, mostly sunny. A chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon, 82. Right now, a refreshing 50 degrees. Fahrenheit. That's 10 Celsius at News Radio 1290. WNBF coming up. We'll take a look at sports, give you an update on Simone Biles, baseball update, and also money news coming up at 718. And uh, we may have a few surprises in store for you. You never know with live radio. Surprises are always a possibility. Coming up next hour, of course, Binghamton Now, the area's finest local talk show. Well, of course it is. It's the only local talk show. Monday through Friday from 8 to 10. It is a wonderful program. I listen to it every day, and I enjoy it. I think you will, too. In fact, I hope next hour that you might join us on the phone. We love hearing from new callers. If you're a first-time caller, hey, don't be fearful. It's a little... A little intimidating, maybe the first time, but eh, call in. Think about being a first-time caller next hour on Binghamton Now. Also, during our first hour, we'll talk with Scott Regal from BMTS about the Binghamton Bridge Pedal event. And then during the second hour, we'll talk with Mayor Richard David. All that, and as we say, because it's live radio, there's a potential for surprises. 
Tuesday morning, WNBF News Time, 7.30. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Rumble Pony swing back into action tonight at the stadium in downtown Binghamton with a seven-game series. Hosting the Portland Sea Dogs, first pitch tonight, 635. They're planning to play a couple of games tomorrow night, seven-inning affairs. That's right, seven-inning affairs or competitions, however you want to look at it. That'll be tomorrow night. Uh, one of the games will be a, a makeup of a game that was postponed in June. And uh, meanwhile, in the Bronx, a game delayed for several minutes while some groundskeepers tried to corral a cat in the outfield. The Orioles hit four solo singles, or rather four solo homers, off Yankees newcomer Andrew Haney to beat New York 7-1. to Then afterwards, after the game, there was um, a development that is perhaps to be expected, but still disappointing because uh, Yankees announced that Garrett Cole has tested positive for COVID. The newly acquired Yankees outfielder Joey Gallo spoke after the game about the news regarding Garrett Cole. I just found that out um, just because I heard them asking Gary those questions. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, it didn't, didn't seem like it. Uh, I think... You know, Gary kind of said, well, you know, we're just going to follow protocol and, um, you know, see where it goes from there. So, you know, obviously hoping the best for Garrett. As uh, we all do. i tell you, COVID is no fun. Get your shot. If you haven't already gotten your shots. The uh, Mets started their series in Miami last night. They lost to the Marlins 6-3. Olympic Simone Biles has won the bronze medal. She drilled a slightly altered routine in front of a crowd that included the IOC president, Thomas Bach. Biles earned her seventh career Olympic medal while dealing with a mental block surrounding twisting. The Australian Olympic team says some of its athletes were responsible for unacceptable behavior on a Japan Airlines flight to Sydney. Australian Olympic Committee Chief Executive Matt Carroll says rugby and soccer officials have told me that such behavior is certainly not acceptable within their sports. Well, now I'll have to find out what that behavior was. Australian teams in men's soccer and men's and women's rugby all failed to win medals. The women's soccer team is still in Japan and will play the United States for bronze. WNBF News Time, 718 Business News. Dow futures are up. 162. NASDAQ futures are up 11. Trade begins on Wall Street in just over two hours. Asian stock markets early Tuesday followed Wall Street lower as jitters about the fast spread of the COVID Delta variant dent enthusiasm about strong corporate profits. The Treasury Department has unveiled plans to borrow $673 billion in the current quarter while employing emergency measures to keep the government from an unprecedented default on the national debt. The department says its plans for borrowing in the upcoming quarter assume Congress will pass either a suspension of the current debt limit or an increase 
in the limit. Union News, the union that tried and failed to organize Amazon warehouse workers in Bessemer, Alabama, may get a do-over. The retail, wholesale, and department store union says a hearing officer for the National Labor Relations Board has recommended that the vote by workers in April to overwhelmingly reject the union be set aside and that another vote be held in its place. The hearing officer determined that Amazon violated labor law, according to the union. Amazon countered that workers already had a chance to be heard and that it planned to appeal. The National Labor Relations Board has not issued a final decision, which usually comes two or three weeks after the initial recommendation. An associate producer has filed a lawsuit against Fox News Network. He says he was discriminated against because of his gender and subjected to unwelcome attention from an on-air personality. John Fawcett, who works on The Cudlow Show, hosted by Larry Cudlow on Fox Business, filed the lawsuit in state Supreme Court in Manhattan. Fox News Media put out a statement saying it had investigated and addressed Fawcett's claim against Andrew Napolitano and that his additional claims were, quote, baseless and nothing more than a desperate attempt at a payday. That's the latest from the business world right here on News Radio 1290. We'll get a Wall Street Now update from ABC coming up in less than 30 minutes. You're listening to First News Binghamton. I'm Bob Joseph, along with Kathy White. Kathy's latest news update will come up at 7.30, right here on News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time, 721. Tuesday morning, 723. I'm Bob Joseph wearing a cardigan because it's cool. We're joined now by Karen Sweet O'Neill. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning. That's because cardigans are cool, right, Bob? Cardigans are so cool. They are. So uh, during the 8 o'clock news, if people stop by the big roundabout here in downtown Binghamton, if they see a kid wearing a cardigan, they will know it's their friend Bob. That's right. And you need it this morning. It's chilly. It's 50. It's 50, and I I mentioned to you a moment ago when I let the dogs out uh, shortly before coming into the beautiful WNBF studio here in downtown Binghamton, it felt almost like 40. It was really, really chilly. No doubt. Well, that's really early in the morning when you're up. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you got to get up early to get the freshest news. That's right. <laughs> Early journalist gets the worm. I mean, the news. Anyway, so what's uh, what's on the agenda for, for our big, big segment tomorrow morning? Well, I'll tell you. We're going to talk about Social Security and the different times uh, and advantages to taking it early, to waiting. How much are you going to save if you wait? You know, what are the different strategies that people use? Because it is pretty much the uh, single most important, you know, option that you need to consider when you're going into retirement. You know, when am I going to take that Social Security? How much am I going to receive? And how is that going to impact me if I'm still working part-time? So we're going to go over all those things tomorrow morning, Bob. All right. Well, I'll be listening and taking copious notes. 
very good. <laughs> <laughs> With my cardigan, because I think it's going to be chilly tomorrow, too. Yeah, it's almost fall-like, isn't it? It is. It's refreshing. Yeah. But don't worry if you're tired of this cool weather. They say next Monday it'll be up to 90. Is that right? Yeah, the weather roller coaster continues to move forward. Isn't that the truth? I, I don't mind coolness. I'm just a little dry would be good. Yeah, yeah, for about you know? about two months after so that. if anybody wants July. to call us. Oh, yes. How do people oh, get in touch? That. All right. They can give us a call at 772-4898. They can Google us at KSO Insurance. And all our contact information comes up or simply... Go to a phone book, and we have a big display ad under insurance in the yellow pages. It's just that simple. Karen Sweet O'Neill will talk with you tomorrow morning at 720. Looking forward to it, Bob Joseph. Have a good day. Thank you so much. It's 725. Time for, yes, a traffic and weather together update. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And there's no serious traffic trouble to report at the moment. Broome County Highway officials do say flood repairs are continuing on various county roads. They'll continue to open plug pipes and fix ditches and repair washed-out shoulders. So watch out for county highway crews around the region. Also, of course, watch out for all work crews from various municipalities and from New York State. Keep your eyes open and keep your eyes off the phone in the work zones. Here's the forecast from the National Weather Service. Patchy fog this morning, otherwise increasing clouds, high 78. Partly cloudy tonight, low 55. Mostly sunny tomorrow, high 81. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 50 at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time, 727. Entertainment News. Former Bachelorette stars Tasha Adams and Caitlin Bristow teamed up to host the recent season of The Bachelorette. Hi, here. After longtime host Chris Harrison parted ways with the franchise in June, following an interview during which Harrison made some comments seen by many as racially insensitive. Now, word from ABC and Warner Brothers that Adams and Bristow will stick around for another season of hosting duties. But as far as a permanent host for the franchise, no word on that yet. New tonight on HBO. I was struggling with racial identity. The documentary Obama, in pursuit of a more perfect union, takes a look at the life and the challenges of the former president. It'll air in three parts, continuing tomorrow and Thursday night. We'll get to see Led Zeppelin ramble on in the much-anticipated first officially sanctioned documentary of the legendary rock band. You now know the title will be Becoming Led Zeppelin, but no premiere date yet. I left and legendary crooner Tony Bennett is 95 today. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. It's August 3rd, Tuesday morning with Bob Joseph. Remember, First News Binghamton is with you every weekday morning from 6 to 8, and then it's followed by more information and even occasionally some entertainment with the talk show Binghamton Now. Listen to Binghamton Now weekday mornings from 8 to 10 here on News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time, 720. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 52 degrees at 730. The forecast today, patchy fog this morning. Otherwise, increasing clouds with a high in the upper 70s. 
Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer is looking to speed up consideration of a nearly $1 trillion bipartisan national infrastructure package. He promised yesterday the fellow Democrats would work with Republicans on amendments for the Senate's consideration. The Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act now has some 2,700 pages. Republican leader Mitch McConnell is praising those who crafted the bill, but says senators need a chance to put their state's imprints on the measure. European stocks have opened higher while Asian markets declined as jitters about the spread of the coronavirus Delta variants in China dented enthusiasm about strong corporate profits. Investors looked ahead to U.S. jobs data due out this week for signs of the health of the world's biggest economy. Market benchmarks in Shanghai, Tokyo, Hong Kong, and Sydney declined. Wall Street's benchmarks Benchmark S&P 500 index closed lower yesterday, weighing down, weighed down by declines for tech, energy, industrial, and communications stocks. Investigator, investors were encouraged by unexpectedly strong U.S. earnings, but are more uneasy as China, the United States, and other governments try to stop the spread of the more contagious Delta variant. The White House says it's seeing encouraging signs in the U.S. vaccination rate and is urging the country not to let up. The U.S. vaccination rate has jumped 13.7 percent in the last week. White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator Jeff Zients. Over the past few weeks, we've seen a nearly 70 percent increase in the average number of new people getting vaccinated each and every day. Encouraging data as the Delta variant is spreading rapidly, primarily among the unvaccinated. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky says even when there are rare breakthrough cases. Our vaccines are working to prevent severe illness, hospitalizations and death. Mark Remillard, ABC News. WMBF First News Time 732. Binghamton Mayor Richard David is urging city residents who may be facing rent, mortgage, or utility crises due to the pandemic to apply for available aid soon. The federal eviction moratorium expired over the weekend, and New York State's protection could end in a matter of weeks on August 31st. David says the city has assisted 64 families with rental assistance and 20 with mortgage assistance and has more funding available. Call 211 for information on applying. Last year, Binghamton was allocated $991,000 through the COVID Relief Cares Act to prevent homelessness, eviction, and foreclosure. Most of those funds were designated for rent and utility assistance for low and very low income families, with the rest set aside for low to moderate income families and homeowners. Investigators conducting an inquiry into sexual harassment allegations against New York Governor Andrew Cuomo questioned him for 11 hours when he met with them last month, according to the New York Times. The paper spoke to five people who had been briefed on the meeting. Cuomo declined to say anything when asked about the session at a news conference yesterday. State Attorney General Letitia James hired the investigators to conduct the probe after several women accused Cuomo of subjecting them to inappropriate kisses and touching or inappropriate sexual Marks. The Times and the Wall Street Journal say they expect the investigation may ramp up by the end of summer. Cuomo has denied, by the way, those allegations. A Susquehanna County man who is accused of leaving his 12-year-old granddaughter unattended while he rode off on a bicycle loaded with marijuana plants. Pennsylvania State Police say they saw 59-year-old Ronald DeGraw of Great Bend transporting a large pot containing five marijuana plants on a bike shortly after 3 a.m. Sunday on River Road. Troopers say they also found DeGraw was in possession of planting materials, methamphetamine, and drug paraphernalia. He's charged with drug manufacture and was sent to the Susquehanna County Jail. 
The local hands-on Children's Museum in Binghamton has a new leader. Dr. Brenda Myers has been named executive director of the Discovery Center of the Southern Tier. The Children's Museum says Dr. Myers is a researcher and practitioner of social cognitive theory and instructional design with over 36 years of experience in education, leadership, and instruction. Most recently, Dr. Myers was the superintendent of schools for districts in New York and Connecticut. Interim Executive Director Cheryl Dutko will continue with the Discovery Center as Assistant Executive Director, according to Board President Eric Jones. Dr. Myers officially begins her new role tomorrow. Residents have a chance to meet with a new director during an event for adults at the Discovery Center. The annual Evening of Wine and Roses fundraiser is being held Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Discovery Center's Story Garden. Tickets are still available at www.thediscoverycenter.org. It's 7.35, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. Seven thirty-six. I'm Bob Joseph, along with Kathy White. This is First News Binghamton on your Tuesday morning, August third, twenty twenty-one. Some people come up to me and they say, "Hey, Raj, if you notice, gas prices have gone up over the past year." And I say, "Of course, of course, they have, Felicia." They're supposed to go up when the economy is booming and zooming and people are feeling better about themselves and about life in general. Of course, gas prices shall rise. It's the law of supply and demand. So as uh, further evidence that gas prices have actually gone up over the past year, I look through my uh, photo archive of uh, just thousands and thousands of pictures, and I went back to exactly one year ago today. It was a year ago today, August 3rd, 2020, at 1.38 in the afternoon. I love these timestamps. And um, I took a picture of the gas price at a convenience store in Endicott over on East Main Street. So exactly a year ago today, the price for a gallon of regular at this station was two thirteen. Today, according to Gas Buddy, it's three fourteen. And many similar stations are actually selling their gas for three twenty five. So yes, we can confirm over the last year uh, gas prices around here seem to have dropped by, or no, seem to have gone up by about a dollar or more a gallon. So, yes, if you suspected gas prices were rising, I now have photographic evidence. I just posted that on Twitter. It's looking at the price two thirteen for regular, two fifty eight for premium, and that was a year ago today. And uh, as you drive around on this Tuesday morning, you can say, "Gee, a dollar." Or a dollar ten more per gallon? Is it better gas? To which I reply, no, it's the same old gas, just at a better price. WNBF News Time, 7. Th- the Don Giovanni Show. Hello, friends. I'm back, back where it all started over 30 years ago. That's right, we're right here at News. 
do want to call to your attention that the left lane of Interstate 81 South over the Gorman Road Bridge in Kirkwood remains closed today and for the rest of the week because of ongoing bridge work there, according to the state DOT. Weather forecast from the National Weather Service. Some patchy fog for another hour or so around the Twin Tiers today. Otherwise, increasing clouds, high 78. Partly cloudy tonight, low 55. Mostly sunny tomorrow, high 81. Mostly sunny Thursday. Chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon, high 82. Right now, in downtown Binghamton, it's 50. At News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time. 741. That means that 82% of you listening right now will remember that this is an ad for ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, 82% of you will recall that ZipRecruiter makes hiring faster and easier. And 82% of you will note that you can try ZipRecruiter for free today. But you have to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Yes, free. 82% of you will keep in mind that ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified people for your job and actively invites them to apply. Is that you? Who are you talking to? 82% of you will also know that I um, live with my mom. But the most important thing to note is that ZipRecruiter works. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Will you be part of the 82% who remember where you can try ZipRecruiter for free? It's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Again, that exclusive link is ZipRecruiter.com slash free. How much? Free. That's ZipRecruiter.com. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290 WNBF. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the, at being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just an unimaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin, and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD, and I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on New News Radio 1290 WNBF. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And good morning, sports fans. It's 745. If you're a baseball fan in Binghamton, you're in luck. Seven, not six, but seven games. And it'll be played in the next few days between the Rumble Ponies and the Sea Dogs. First game of the series scheduled for tonight. First pitch at 6.35 as Binghamton will play host to Portland. There will be two games scheduled for tomorrow. The uh, Rumble Ponies will kick things off at 5.35 tomorrow afternoon for the uh, first of a scheduled twin bill, seven innings each. The uh, second game will be a makeup of the June 19th game that was postponed. And then the teams continue to play in Binghamton all the way through Sunday afternoon. So if you like baseball, 
You'll enjoy the Rumble Ponies as they host the Sea Dogs. I certainly am hoping to catch a game or two. I'd actually like to catch all seven games. I don't know if I can do that. guess I could. We'll see. Always a good time, though, at the old ballpark here in downtown Binghamton. Meanwhile, in uh, Miami, the uh, news wasn't particularly good for uh, the Mets as uh, they started their series against the Marlins. Um, Lewis Brinson reached base safely on a throwing error by Mets shortstop Avi Baez. Miguel Rojas scored to put the Marlins up 6-3 to three in the eighth inning. Angular off of first, Rojas off of third, nobody out. Bottom eight, the pitch, ground ball towards third, weakly hit. Baez only has one play, it's the first. The throw is low, it gets by Alonzo. Aguilar's on his way to third, and Alonzo's going to have to put the ball in his back pocket. Credit Lewis Brinson with an RBI, and this is turning into a disaster for the Mets here in the eighth. Well, it was a disaster for the Mets. They lost 6-3, to three, but they'll play the Marlins again tonight. Um, also, on the losing end of things, last night, the Yankees lost to Baltimore as they started their series in the Bronx. The final was the Orioles 7, New York 1. Also, uh, some disappointing news as we uh, learned that Garrett Cole has tested positive for COVID. Test came back before the game last night, according to Yankees manager Aaron Boone. I mean, sure. I mean, you always want to cash in or, or, or you know, a big swing with, with somebody out there. Um, you know, but but part of that, I think he was staying away from certain things and, and give him credit, he made some pitches uh, in some situations when he had to. All right. Well, that's Boone talking about the loss last night to the Orioles. So Garrett Cole, who was scheduled to start tonight, is not going to start. And uh, in case you haven't heard, Simone Biles has won a medal. She stuck the landing and won a bronze. The gymnastics superstar delivered during the women's balance beam final just a few hours ago in Tokyo. And that's the latest from the world of sports on this Tuesday morning from News Radio 1290. This is First News Binghamton. It's got a money update with Jim Ryan. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Worries about the potential economic impact of rising COVID numbers weighed on investors Monday, pushing the Dow Jones 97 points lower to a close at 34,838. The Standard & Poor's 500 slipped a fraction, while the Nasdaq Composite rose a fraction. First, it was a clogged Suez Canal. Now it's extreme flooding in Europe and China that's threatening worldwide supply chains. Roads and railways for delivering raw goods in both regions have been damaged in recent weeks. It's a return to masking for some major companies. McDonald's and Target say workers will have to mask up in counties where COVID transmission rates are high, even if those workers are fully vaccinated. Home Depot will require facial coverings at all of its stores, regardless of local COVID rates. McDonald's also is implementing a new perk, child care. The fast food chain is rolling out an emergency child care program to try to get more parents back into jobs at its restaurants around the country. Jim Ryan, ABC News. 
And, of course, business updates at 18 minutes and 48 minutes past the hour. Here on First News Binghamton every weekday morning, it's Tuesday, August 3rd. I'm Bob Joseph. Concerns regarding COVID infection rates do continue to rise around the country. And even here in New York State, close to home, Shenango County now has exceeded the CDC threshold for wearing masks indoors. According to Gannett, more than one-third of New York counties, including Shenango and Tompkins, now meet the threshold. As far as Broome County, not quite, not quite, but we're keeping a very close watch on the numbers. And, of course, Governor Cuomo is monitoring the COVID infection rates as well as waiting for the investigations to eventually wrap up. We're finally getting a little more information about his very special day. I believe um, it was July 17th. July 17th. Finally, some people are talking about the uh, grilling. They say Cuomo was grilled for 11 hours as harassment inquiry winds down. That's the headline on the front page of the Times this morning. It says, for Governor Cuomo, the setting and even the circumstances for fam- were familiar. He was sitting in a conference room table at his 39th floor office in Midtown Manhattan facing a former prosecutor with whom he had tangled before. The interview lasted about 11 hours. According to the story, it was videotaped. This account, based on five people who were briefed on the encounter, who spoke anonymously to the New York Times, uh, it says... The governor faced a barrage of questions under oath about his treatment of women. Questions were posed by the two lead investigators hired by the state attorney general's office, June Kim, the former prosecutor, and Ann Clark, an employment lawyer. There were tense moments at one point, in fact at more than one point, according to the Times story, during the 11-hour session, Mr. Cuomo confronted Mr. Kim, challenging his fairness and independence as a result of his past investigations into the governor and his allies. So that is a little more information. As the investigation continues, the reports we receive from both the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal are indicating a final, a final report from the Attorney General, Tish James, might be released uh, by the end of summer. In fact, Jimmy Veilkind in the Wall Street Journal is reporting that the Attorney General's report could be released before the end of this month. So that's something to look forward to for many people in New York. Maybe not for the governor. Governor still seems intent on running for a fourth term next year, but uh, that in large part may depend on the conclusions of the report that could be released in the next few weeks by the Attorney General's office. As they say, stay tuned. WNBF News Time, 754. We'll check traffic and weather together. Work. School. 
grocery shopping, doctor's appointments, the gym, to the airport to pick up loved ones, to the kids' soccer games, piano lessons, out for movie night, to hear your favorite band in the city, over to grandma and grandpa's house, and on last year's amazing road trip. Your vehicle takes you so many places. Protect it. When you leave your vehicle, remember to always take your keys or key fob with you and lock the doors. If you suspect auto theft, contact the National Insurance Crime Bureau at 1-800-TELL-NICB. That's 1-800-TEL-NICB. Or visit our website at www.nicb.org. A public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 7.55, still some patchy fog in parts of the Twin Tiers. That should be gone within an hour or so. And then it should be a fairly nice day today, rain-free. One traffic note from the state DOT. In the town of Shenango, Upper Front Streets, there will be alternating lane closures today in the area of the Wise Market at 1290 Front Street. And the alternating lane closures are scheduled for 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., according to the New York State DOT. Now, the weather forecast from the National Weather Service. Patchy fog lingering for a little bit. Otherwise, today, increasing clouds, high 78. Partly cloudy tonight, low 55. More patchy fog tomorrow morning. Mostly sunny tomorrow, high 81. And then the extended outlook as we look ahead to our weekend in the Twin Tiers. Mostly sunny Thursday with a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms, high 82. Sunny Friday, high 84. And the WNBF weekend weather forecast, partly sunny Saturday with a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon, high 84. Mostly sunny Sunday. The chance of showers, high 84. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 50 at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time, 757 ahead. A preview of the Tuesday edition of WNBF's Binghamton Now talk program. And then news from ABC and from Kathy White in the WNBF News Center. The Don Giovanni Show. Hello, friends. I'm back. Back where it all started over 30 years ago. That's right. We're right here at News Radio 1290 WNBF. Tell your friends about it every Saturday night from 6 to 9 with Frank Sinatra. Old Blue Eyes is back with me, Old Brown Eyes. And Sundays from noon to 3. That's right. An Italian house party get together right here where it all started. Don Giovanni Show on WNBF. WNBF. Don Giovanni. Don Giovanni every weekend, Saturday and Sunday. And of course, the king, the polka king, Bill Flynn. Or as I sometimes refer to him because he's my 
broadcasting buddy, William V. Flynn. Billy Flynn weekdays or weekends, Saturday and Sunday here on WNBF. A lot of classic music on Saturdays and, of course, the finest in polka music every Sunday. Mr. Flynn and Mr. Giovanni, all for you, right here on News Radio 1290, serving you seven days a week. WNBF News Time, 750. We're just minutes away from Binghamton now here on WNBF. I'm Bob Joseph. Stick around. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. You can call in or send an email to Binghamton now at WNBF.com. At 8.30, we'll talk with Scott Regal from BMTS about this year's Binghamton Bridge Pedal event. And then at 9.10, we'll be joined by Binghamton Mayor Richard David to talk about city issues. Binghamton Now, next after the news on WNBF Binghamton, 